All right, we got five minutes on the clock. What is your name and what is your podcast show? Hey everyone, my name is Karina Ashley and I am the podcast host of Top Shelf Creator, where we focus on helping people have a full-time living online doing what they love as a creator or entrepreneur. Oh, I freaking love it. We're going to have so many conversations about monetization, growth, and and scale. And one of the things that you do and you're an expert in is this uh, is speaking, right? Like getting paid speaking gigs and, and doing that. You did a, a talk and people kept on coming up to you and wanting to know more about this term that you used during one of your speech. What was that? Give us Give us some insights there. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I teach as a speaker coach is speaker etiquette. And it's something that, especially in the podcast world and stage world, most people don't understand or want to be involved with because it's just something that seems a little bit more difficult. But what we're finding in the market is that keynote speeches and getting paid to speak in these big amounts of money is starting to go away. Like the idea of this is changing. And some of the biggest names who coach speakers are even going, keynote speaking is dead. Is it 100% dead? Probably not because nothing in the market that we say is dead is actually dead. However, as a speaker and as somebody who's trying to get a message out as an influencer, a creator, an entrepreneur, being able to have this etiquette around yourself of not just getting on somebody's stage, but also being able to create content around that person's stage, one for yourself to show yourself as the expert, but also for that stage to promote them. Because as a podcast host, you know this, we bring people on in order to get in front of other people's audiences. Live stages do the same exact thing. And as a speaker, it's my job to bring some of my audience with me to every single speaking gig that I do, whether that's a podcast, a live stage, a summit, or anything in between. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. A lot of times, as a podcaster, we've done this over 2,000 you know, published interviews, I can feel when someone's just trying to get in front of my audience and, you know, kind of like use me to get to my different audiences or followers or something like that. And then I could feel sometimes when people come to me and they want to benefit me themselves, obviously, but also the community. So as a speaker who's trying to get on podcast shows or get on stages, like how do we go about that in a way that's the win, win, win that we discussed? Yes. And I think that it comes from a place of knowing that this is collaboration Because even if this podcast doesn't get me a client, for example, because I know a lot of people go into it going, well, this is how I grow my list. This is how I get more clients. What if that person ends up, one, being a client, or they know a slew of people that maybe don't listen to their podcast that is perfect for you? And so coming in it from, I know that this is going to benefit me and things come to me naturally versus I'm having to buy in this market. And I think that we've seen this, especially with that more bro marketing stance of everything is not happening. There's not an abundance mindset in it. And so we're coming into things as competition versus collaboration. And when we change that mindset, it's actually easier for us to move forward. This is so good because I had to pull out my notepad, right? These are my little sticky notes. When I when I hear something and it sparks an idea or something like that, like I, I'm taking notes on my iPad, but like post-it notes is when the gold comes out, right? Like so really awesome job. Um, as you're doing this, like you have this mission to help creators full-time income and such like that. Like when was the day that you went from corporate trainer and and speaker and such like that to like, I'm going to be a full online money-making machine. What was that, that turning point in your life? Yeah, for me, it was honestly something that was not planned. I never planned on being an entrepreneur and then got married, had kids, and then ended up 
getting divorced years later and was like, oh, this is why this all happened of becoming an entrepreneur and being in this space so that I could be with my kids, so that I could help other people. And coming at it from being a corporate trainer at Disney, I'm able to take that storytelling aspect, pull it back into what we're doing as a person and make it a more enjoyable experience of not just running a business and having the day-to-day grind of push, 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 but also how are we telling our stories in order to bring the right kinds of people into us all of the time? Yeah. So if people want to learn how to create that right kind of story that attracts the right people and maybe keeps the wrong people at bay, where can people go to listen to your podcast show? So what's the name of your podcast show? One more time. Yeah, it's called Top Shelf Creator, and you can find us on any of the streaming platforms. I personally love myself, some Apple and some Spotify, and then you can always hook and get together with me on LinkedIn. Cool. And we did this all under five minutes. I hope you all are enjoying these episodes. If you're a podcaster looking to grow and monetize and want to talk about it here, podcasthostarmy.com. See you on the next episode.